Welcome to another episode of You Do What? The podcast where I interview my comedian friends about their traditions and rituals. My name is Cindy Aravina. This week on the show, I have comedian Andy Benedetti. You can catch Andy on July 14th at Garage Chronicles at his house. And you can also catch him July 18th at Chow Fest, the comedy competition at Hooters in Hollywood. Or on July 26th at Nitro Comedy at a coffee shop in Conoco Park. Or on July 28th at Green Tower Games in New Hall for Garage Chronicles. Follow Andy on Instagram at Andy underscore Benedetti underscore comic underscore. Or on Twitter at Benedetti Andy. This week, Andy and I talk about working odd jobs and being a dad and a comedian. Hope you enjoy. Do it all. Yeah. <laughs> so how old is your kid? Uh, she's going to be two in September. Okay, a new child. Yeah. 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 And did you start doing comedy before you before she was born? I did a, a couple months. Born in September, so June. Um, so yeah, just that, just a very brief period mm-hmm. while my wife was pregnant. Right around the same time. Yeah, just one of those things where I uh, figured it's now or never. Mm-hmm. Kind of. I yeah. had always wanted to do it, you know, but I was too scared. Yeah. <laughs> but then you know, uh, when she's gonna. Uh, be born, I thought I, I got to do it mm-hmm. for, and now that I'm doing it, I figured, you know, my reasoning was that, uh, there's, there's two roads I could go down, mm-hmm. you know, I could either be the dad that never did it. Yeah. And, um, just embarrass all my friends or all her friends, you know, all that with stupid jokes. Yeah. And all that. <laughs> <laughs> or I could be the dad that did do it. And still embarrass exactly all her friends. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah, that that was my reason. <laughs> yeah. So in her life, you've just always been a comedian. She doesn't even know it. Yeah. 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 The whole time. It's just gonna be the norm just for her. Somewhere out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good because, like, by I mean, two is I two is a pretty hard age, right? Ah, uh, like yeah. Twos. She uh, she's starting to get into the tantrums. Is she talking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She says a couple words. Uh, you know, hi, thank uh-huh. you. Um, when you sneeze, she says, bless you, Aww. which is so adorable. Yeah, that's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Um, yeah, she'll throw um, a couple tantrums. She's usually pretty cool. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm learning the distraction. Yeah. You know, you try your best to distract her. Yeah. Like, you know, a game or a toy and then that'll let you change her diaper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Smart. Yeah. These, yeah, these are just the things you kind of have to figure out, right? Yeah. It's, it's a lot of trial and error. Mm-hmm. You know, like recently I, uh, well, the way I, I am personally, like I'll deal a lot of, with a lot of things with food, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm starting to realize that about myself because of, uh, <clears throat> uh, whenever she'll throw a tantrum or something, I would try to give her like a cookie mm. or, you know, some Cheez-Its or whatever, just to like, here, just, this will make you happy. Yeah. But, you know, uh, learning, that's, that's not a good coping skill to teach. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want her just to just start eating whenever she feels a little sad. Right, you know? right. Especially from personal experience. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's not a good coping mechanism. Mm-hmm. And and your your wife is cool about like you like going off at night and and doing comedy. 
Yeah, yeah. you know, I mean, I try to, uh, I was actually just talking to comedians about this, about balancing uh, family and comedy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's definitely, uh, it, it's a little difficult to balance the two. Yeah. But yeah, my wife is usually pretty cool. She's a power lifter. Okay. So yeah, she's really passionate about that. Mm-hmm. And um, if she wants to go to the gym or, you know, she needs to eat a certain way, I'm, I'm totally cool with um, just helping her out or, or doing what I can if, I, you know. Um, but we're trying to support each other. Yeah. In those ways, you know, like, uh, she, she's cool with me going to the open mic and, and I'll let her go to the gym. But, um, I guess the, the hard part is like, just, just trying to figure out like, well, I know we won't have gas for the week if I go to this open mic. Mm-hmm. So I just can't go to the open mic. That's, that's kind of a challenge. Yeah. Is just trying to figure out um, how to do it financially, and I guess emotionally. I yeah. Know. Well, but, uh, yeah. That that is a good way to 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 categorize that because it's it, it can be hard, especially if like you're you're like, okay, I'm gonna do this show, and then she's like, but I already had plans that night, and I already told you about it. Like, oh, okay. right. Yeah. No, definitely. Because she's uh she's she's the breadwinner. Right yeah. Now. She uh she's out working right now while I'm trying to go back to school. Mm-hmm. So there'll definitely be times um, because it's almost like I have a bunch of free time. I mean, I'm doing homework like yeah. all the time, but um, I try to schedule shows more now because mm-hmm. um, I'm not working. And um, yeah, she uh, so it's more trying to figure out um, how to coordinate with her schedule. Yeah. And trying to coordinate um, with babysitter schedules, mm-hmm. you know, trying to find. Just anyone that could do that, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, in three years, your kid can just take care of herself. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. <laughs> just, just come with me to the show. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, then comedians can babysit her and just fill her head with nonsense. That's right. <laughs> Don't, just, yeah. just imprint all the bad decisions. Yeah. <laughs> Has your daughter met a lot of your comedian friends? Uh, no, actually. She, uh, she just... Not even Tommy? She met Tommy. Oh, okay. But that's that's pretty much it. Yeah. I don't know too many other people. Well, we're doing the show at my house on the 14th. Uh-huh. So, oh, okay. So, that'll be her opportunity. Yeah, exactly. I figure, well, it's kind of perfect because she could just go to bed. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> you know, she, she'll she probably meet, yeah, Tommy. I think uh, Howard Aronin's going to be on the show. Mm. Um, you know, she's going to meet all these people she hasn't met before. And yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, uh, I try to, what I'm trying to do right now is, uh, if I watch stand up on television, mm-hmm. I try to, um, just watch female stand up comedians. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Cause I, I want her to see what I do. Right. And what, I, what I'm passionate about. Mm-hmm. But I, I definitely doing comedy more, mm-hmm. you start to realize, um, you know, there, there is a difference in the point of views. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> At first, I, I don't know, before I started doing comedy, I was kind of naive about that. Mm-hmm. I think, I, I think I just we thought, all were, really. Right. Yeah. But then you really start ri- writing these jokes and, and trying to figure out your voice mm-hmm. and all that. And you, you realize, no, there's a, there is a huge difference in narrative and all that. Absolutely. So I, I definitely want um, to show her stand-up, mm-hmm. but I, I try to watch... You know, just female comics. Yeah. 
yeah. imprint that influence in a, from an early age. It's like, hey, you can also do this if that's your if you so want to do. Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Is she funny yet? Uh, she's hilarious. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> What's she do? That's like the age when they start getting funny, right? They start uh, like it's so picking weird. out their personality. She just, even just she just does weird things. Like she just will like uh, just sit there and I'll be watching TV and just look at her and she just turns around with goldfish all in her mouth smiling. <laughs> <laughs> just being a goofball. Yeah. It's great. Aw. What's know? her name? Ada. Ada. That's a cute name. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Her name's uh, Ada Rose. That's so a beautiful we figured, name. Thank you. Yeah. Um, we figured if she doesn't like the kind of old school um, Ada, you yeah. know, well, we love that name. We think it's beautiful. But if we figure she doesn't like it, we'll give her Rose. Yeah. So maybe she'll use that or not. She's got options. Or she'll just pick her own name. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Sunflower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, go to school. Yeah. <laughs> so that kind of springboards us into um like working the odd jobs that you have work because i i know that you've been a, a bus driver yeah and and a, and a pizza baker mm-hmm. yeah yeah let's talk about the bus driving first <laughs> because i'm a substitute teacher and so like, oh, yeah. i i know what school employees have to deal with and i know <laughs> I, i've ridden the bus and i know what bus drivers have to deal with it's brutal <laughs> You think it'd just be this nice, like, easy job. You mm-hmm. go in for maybe an hour or two yeah. at, like, two points of the day. It's like, no. Some, I would be there um, for 15-hour days sometimes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, what? you got to coordinate with the field trips. Um, if something happens to a bus where they can't go make their route, you oh. got to go save it. Oh, my God. You know, and then you got your other routes in between. And then there'll be other days where it's like there's a trip Mm-hmm. out somewhere in LA and you got to drive all the way from Santa Clarita to LA, get the kids, all that. And you're not done till like, you know, the latest nine o'clock at night. What? Yeah. It's a, uh, it's a lot to go through. Oh my God. <laughs> and have you driven kids of all ages? All ages from, um, three year olds yeah. to, uh, college students actually. Real okay, so yeah. it's like you're like contracted through like a a bus company. It's not through like a. That's right. It's a it's a bus company that used to, uh, that uh, did work for the school district. Gotcha. District. Okay. Mm-hmm. And did you have to get a special license to be able to drive the buses? Oh yeah, yeah. Was, you was need it a, a headache or? Yeah, those. Well, um, the company pays for them, um, but uh, it's it's its own class B license that lets you drive mm-hmm. big stuff. Yeah. But just because you have that license doesn't mean you could just drive it. You need uh, special endorsements, mm-hmm. and those are their own separate test. So there's like school bus endorsements, there's passenger endorsements, there's air brake endorsements. There's all these different things you have to go through, and then on top of that, you need um, something like a certain amount of hours of training, and then um, that's classroom and behind the wheel. So yeah. it's like, you know, it takes. It took me like four months just yeah. to get the license. And the only reason I did that was because uh, that company paid for it. Oh, a lot okay. of companies just don't. So it's, it yeah, it's a little bit of a process. <laughs> for sure. Oh my god. Um, and are you are you just not working? Are you done working that, or just for the summer? Yeah. No, I'm I'm pre- I'm I'm gone. Yeah, because because you're <laughs> that gonna was, be going uh, back to school. Unsustainable. Work <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you get up at four thirty in the morning. And uh-huh. I felt like a moral obligation to be well-rested yeah. and, you know, take care of it. But I also really wanted to do comedy mm-hmm. and all this. And 
even besides the comedy, sometimes things happen in your life. You stay up late. Yeah. You know, and it's definitely uh, gives you a lot of anxiety mm-hmm. to go in the next day, getting up that early, being that tired, and then driving other people's kids around. Yeah. You know, that's a lot of anxiety. That's a lot of uh, responsibility. Absolutely. You know, on your shoulders. Yeah, because her life is in your hands. Especially being out here in, uh, you know, California with all these, there's just crazy drivers. Yeah, people don't there. respect um, big vehicles. No, they, they'll they cut you off. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had people hit me just outright. Just What the fuck? Yeah, in the school bus. They've just. Wait, just kids sitting, on? Yeah. And they just... What kind of monster? Just someone that just needs to get out of there on time. They just... It was crazy. They just hit me, kept going, and then tried to just drive off. What an asshole. Luckily, yeah. It was it was bananas, but... So what do you do in a situation like that? You like you have to fill out all those paperwork for... Oh, man. It's, it's a whole, like, hour, hour and a half process. Yeah. You know, it also depends on where you are. If you're mm-hmm. on the freeway, it's going to take a while longer. Yeah. Um, hopefully, you're not on the freeway. Mm-hmm. But basically what happens is CHP comes in. Yeah. And they just fill out all the reports, ask you what happened. Um, They ask the other driver, um, your manager, and all these other people come in. Um, Do they have to ask all the the kids if they're okay? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's the first thing you do is you you make sure all the kids are fine. Yeah. Um, And uh, it's the manager and the director of transportation for the district and they all go out here it's this big thing you know lots of times there's other people there just um school employees and all Mm -hmm. that and yeah it's kind of a big big hassle because you know it's really stressful Mm -hmm. because you're dealing with the stress that you just got hit you just got an accident um then you're also dealing um while trying to keep the kids calm, mm-hmm. you know, and that, that could be a process, especially if they have like special needs right. and all that. And then, um, you're just trying to get the story straight. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just trying to make sure you're kind of trying to cover yourself. Right. If you know you did nothing wrong. Yeah, absolutely. Cause it could easily be like, well, what, what were you doing that this happened? Exactly. Yeah. They asked a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. Luckily, uh, what I got in my accident, um, I had the parking brake set, kind of disregarded me mm-hmm. of any wrongdoing because the vehicle was completely not in motion. Yeah. So I got lucky there, uh-huh. you know, but, um, yeah, no, it, it's, it's a lot of, pro- they really want to make sure, you yeah. know, they'll ask you like three times, you, was the parking brake set, was the parking brake set. Right, right. All this to stuff. make sure your story lines yeah. up each time. But uh, also, I mean, all, all, all the buses uh, in my district had cameras, so. Oh, okay. Well, that. that's good. They just filmed it, and mm-hmm. you know, luckily they got the guy's license plate and all that on the camera and all that stuff. Uh-huh. So, Asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me so happy. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, so it, where did? Uh, sorry, I, I'm just like fascinated by this. Um, where did the bus get hit? Oh, just in the back corner. Uh huh. Well, technically. Okay, so technically it was the side of the bus. Yeah. And then the curb, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And. Okay, so there was pretty much, there's a van blocking me from mm-hmm. getting in. So I, I couldn't do anything. I had to just sit there and call my dispatch to call the school, to call somebody to go move the van. Mm-hmm. So it's a process, right? Like, yeah. That's so many steps to go through. And um, 
classic with school buses because uh, everything you do in a school bus is slow. Yeah. Um, but, you know, some people just get real tired of waiting. And he just tried to go around me and he just hit me and was grinding against me and then just got up on the curb oh and just tried God. to drive oh over. Oh, my God. Yeah. What? <laughs> I know. What compelled this guy? Like, he's ruining his car in the process. Yeah, right? You know, I think um, the area I was in, uh-huh. uh, I know they have a lot of money out there. So oh, okay. I don't know but still, if that had something to do with it. He just figured, like, I got to go. Or maybe, you know, there's a lot of reasons. Like, maybe he was just frustrated about something in the morning. I guess so. You know? But that, that made his morning way, way worse. Because if you hit a school bus, it's a big deal. Oh, like, I bet. they... Um, I'm pretty sure they suspend your license. Oh, no way. Yeah. Wow. If, it, if it's really... Well, as brutal as the one I got in, I'm, mm-hmm. I don't see how they wouldn't suspend his license yeah. for a time. You know? Because, I, I mean, it's it's road rage. It is. It is. A, Driving on the curb is absolutely road yeah, rage. You don't do that as the same yeah. person. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. It, I mean, it's definitely... It, it's road rage against a school bus. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't even know if he could... Like, he, he'd have to go and fight that if he wanted yeah. his license. You know? He'd have to have, like, a like an OJ-level lawyer to yeah. get out of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, do you remember how old the, the kids were that were on the bus at the time? Uh, elementary school. I don't know how much I could say. Yeah. You know, because it, it's kind of, there's, like, confidential stuff involved. That right, I right, about. right. But they were all uh, at an elementary school. And they freaked out. Yeah, a couple of them. Yeah. You know, a couple kids... Um, it's interesting to see, uh, how they react because they, uh, some were just scared. So they're just quiet. Uh-huh. Other kids were upset, just being loud. I remember one kid was mad at me because we were running late already. <laughs> and so he's mad at me because we're going to be even later. <laughs> like, oh, you just, you like, well, you even later than now. Yeah. <laughs> You're in what the third grade. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Gosh, that's like, that's so wild to me. And did the kids, do they call you like, do they just call you Andy or Mr. Benedetti? You know, it's weird. Some of them. Um, Mr. Bus Driver. Yeah, Mr. Bus Driver, <laughs> most of them. Oh, my uh, God. I would tell them right now. I would say my yeah. name's Andy. Some of them would call me Mr. Andy. Yeah. For a while, the kids would call me Mr. Man. Mr. Man? Which, <laughs> yeah, Mr. Man. <laughs> I don't know where it came from. <laughs> and then um, <laughs> these kids. I don't know why they started, but I'm really tall, so they, uh, they were. Some kids told me that my nickname on the playground was uh, Papa Longlegs. <laughs> <laughs> that is the greatest nickname <laughs> I've ever heard. Right, <laughs> Papa Longlegs. It's gonna be my new stage name. It's <laughs> so good. If that's not your Twitter handle tomorrow, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. Um, wow, yeah, fast. <laughs> How long were you bus driving for? Um, a little over a year, almost a year and a half. Mm-hmm. So. Just getting in the way of the what you actually want to do. Yeah, I mean, you know, I definitely want to do comedy. Yeah. Um, going back to school right now, just to have my degree. You mm-hmm. know, I, I the reason I had to work these odd jobs was because of because uh, I I think I didn't have my college degree. That's mm-hmm. pretty much why. Um. You know, when you when you don't have your college degree, it's kind of like, well, whoever's hiring, you know, whoever gives you a a little bit higher than minimum wage, 
Yeah. So we have to go through. And definitely having a family after that, um, you know, you want to be able to provide. Absolutely. That, you know. Well, I'm glad to hear that you're going back to school. It's a responsible yeah. choice for sure. Yeah, I think so. It's it's a little tough. I mean, our win situation is good right now. And, um, yeah, you know, it, it was just kind of time. Mm-hmm. Like, I dropped out when I was, like, 21. Yeah. So I'm 25 now. Mm-hmm. And I was school bus driving for, like, a year and a half. So I, I hadn't been back to school in, like, four years. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was just one of the – in the time I could – I spent not being in school – just like sitting around getting stoned or, you know, just fudging around at all these places where I was basically just wasting my time. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I could have just been getting my college degree. But that's the kind of thing where it's like, it's, I think it's good for some people to take uh, a break like that so they get the perspective. Cause like, I, I've known several people that were kind of in that boat where like they, they weren't getting, you know, they weren't like, motivated while they were in school and then they like they leave because they're like this is just a waste of my time and then they start doing things like oh wait i should go back and then they get really serious and they actually end up doing even better than i did in in college like going straight through no that's so true uh i definitely you know it's weird because you know you get told like through most of your young adult life Mm -hmm. you know you got to do this you got to go to college get the good job yeah all that and you don't want to take it seriously you yeah, know, you you kind of are in this place where you're you're just turning into that age, where you're just becoming an adult, and you want to do uh, you have all the freedoms in the world, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you just want to go experience stuff. You don't want to be held down by like school or any of that stuff, you know. And definitely that perspective though of, you know, no, this really helps in your life. Like, yeah, this is really important to have. I mean, I don't have that, uh, or I didn't have that because of. Uh, I just didn't have the experience, but now that I have the experience of like struggling, going rent to rent, mm-hmm. or just kind of having the money to pay for this or that, you know, it definitely is a huge motivator yeah. for going back and getting my degree. Yeah. And that's the most important part with going to school is just having that motivation. Because yeah. you see the kids that like do end up getting their degree, but it was like they were fighting tooth and nail right. like to get it because they like either their parents were forcing them to go or like mm-hmm. You know, they're just like, I don't understand why I have to do this. It's like, you you just have to. (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, it's, you don't have to. You could just work at minimum wage for a long time. Maybe you'll get lucky and get a salary job moving up in your fast food company or whatever it is, you know, but like. It's like, maybe you're a prodigy like Bill Gates or Steve Jobs, but it's not likely, so. (laughs) No, that definitely was like. As a bowl verse. I think I thought I was a prodigy. I think we all think we're yeah, prodigies right? at some point. Like, <laughs> what do I even have to be here for, man? I could just invent blah, blah, blah. <laughs> oh, I'll just go to an open mic uh, someday and I'll get my Netflix special. Right, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> well, apparently we all make uh, 1200 to $2,500 a week doing stand-up. I'm so glad you saw that article. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> that was the most we like... We were laughing so hard at that article Yeah. At, uh, on the way to San Francisco. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> For anyone listening that's not a comedian, there was a, an article put out in... Uh, I forgot what publication, saying that comedians just breaking into the quote-unquote L.A. circuit could make between $1,200 and $2,500 a week doing stand-up, which is 100% not the case. That's so crazy. Maybe, like, you could make that in stand-up in L.A. over the course of, like, 10 years. <laughs> Maybe 10 Yeah. And that's that's stretching it. There is actually... Did you see the counter-article? 
Yeah. Yeah, there was actually a comedian who said she she made like five hundred dollars in ten years. Yeah, and that's L.A. Like, yeah, I have no idea why they would like. Why would they publish that? Yeah, you know? that was it. Was just a very obviously unresearched. Right. I don't know where they got those numbers from. It, it could have been um, just some young comic who was like. Just, just trying to brag or something. Maybe. You know? Oh my gosh! If they, if they're making that much, I'm like, all right. <laughs> what I <do> quit. <laughs> yeah. It's like that's fine, dude. You do you. That was yeah. That was shocking. Um, tell me about some of the other odd jobs you've had. Uh, um, let's. See, I was a meat cut or a meat cleaner. Oh. I worked at a Costco. I, uh, I got this. Well, me and my fiance wanted to, fiance at the time. Um, wanted to, uh, she's my wife now. I'm not sick. <laughs> <laughs> my ex fiance, <laughs> my current wife, my, uh, second to last fiance. Uh, <laughs> she, we wanted to uh, move out of state. We wanted to move to Washington cause that's where we had the most family uh-huh. and, uh, happened to know a family member. Um, she had a relation who, uh, worked at Costco mm-hmm. and I had a hookup for the job there basically. Nice. And it was to be in the meat department. And that was rough. Like, yeah. Yeah. You, I had no idea what I was getting into. Um, and Costco is a great company and all mm-hmm. that, but I think I just got in at a wrong time. Yeah. You know, um, it, it was tough. Like, uh, you're, you're cutting all this meat, right? Mm-hmm. Which is kind of gross. There's like blood all over the place. Wasn't that bad though. The hard part was like, you gotta um, take apart all the machines. Now this is big, heavy iron machines, right? Mm-hmm. You gotta take them all apart, and they're covered in blood and all that. And yeah. you gotta sanitize them and all that. So the water is about, um, I want to say it was over 200 degrees or something. Ooh. Yeah. Well, they gotta get it clean. Yeah. Kill yeah. the bacteria and all that, you know, or the health inspector's gonna shut you down. For sure. And so it's iron, so mm-hmm. it gets super hot, right? And uh, I remember no one uh, gave me gloves. What? <laughs> yeah. What? Well, I, I walked over um, to my supervisor and was like, hey, I really need gloves. I'm getting burned. Yeah. <laughs> He's all like, I'll go to the office. They have them there. I went down to the front in the office. was uh-huh. like, hey, I need gloves. I'm getting burned. And they're like, they're over at the department. And so I was just like, all right, let's be a lobster. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, fuck me then. <laughs> yeah, it, it was brutal. I mean, I, my wife would come home and be like, oh, my God. Like, I, I just had burns all over the legs. Oh, my God. All this stuff. It was, uh, it was brutal, you know? That, I mean, that's got to be like, you know, there's, that's, that ain't right. That's, <laughs> no, that's yeah. unsafe. Uh, maybe I shouldn't have said the company. Or, <laughs> <you know. laughs> I, can, I, can, but, I can bleep it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, uh. It, it it really is a good company though. Yeah, they, they have fair, great benefits. My, that point in my life, I was just kind of getting high every day. Yeah. You okay. Know, this was that po- time. This was the post dropping out of college years. Mm-hmm. So it was definitely just like I'm just gonna relax. The I'm lost years. Find myself. Yeah. I did that in quotation marks because you can't see quotation marks. If yeah. You're <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. So I I just show up late. You know, six, ten minutes late, uh-huh. all this stuff. <laughs> the guy actually came, the guy who got me the job, who I'm really grateful for, <laughs> he came up to me and he was like, Look, dude, I've never seen anyone be as late as you in my entire like 20 years of working at this company. Uh-huh. You know, <laughs> he was like, No one's been more late than you. And I, I had no idea. I thought 
yo, that's that's impossible. I'm only like ten minutes late uh-huh. every day. <laughs> you know, that's not that late. <laughs> every day. <laughs> yeah. So I got. Well, I I quit before they could fire me. Oh, it was okay. One of those things. Gotcha. Yeah, and then luckily that pizza spot was uh open right down the street. Mm-hmm. So then I just did that for like a year and a half. And and was that like that was like a make your own pizza kind of place like a yeah it's it's kind of the it's um, the subways of pizza which yeah. they would get really upset if you said I mean, it that it way is. it's nicer than Subway but it is that right yeah like, it's definitely that I okay mean, we'll call it the Chipotle of pizza right. <laughs> how about that <laughs> that works I think they're owned by the same company that's so funny so yeah I worked there for like a year and a half how was that that was actually that was pretty good yeah you know. You, Cooking is I've actually found is really relaxing. Yeah. Especially brick oven all that. Because mm-hmm. I mean it's it's super easy, you know it's really relaxing and you just the that the process of like just putting the pizza somewhere in the oven and then moving it over this way mm-hmm. and just making sure each side of the cook I found I I just thought it was that part was really good but then the other parts of like dealing with customers and all this stuff. Yeah. That's always the thing about those service industry jobs. Like, because I used to, you know, work at a coffee shop and I loved making coffee. Hated the customers. Right. Some were fine. Most were okay, but there was somewhere I was just like, fuck your whole family, dude. Dude. Oh, my God. Yeah. You want to, like, drop kick them. Yeah. Right. You want to throw the hot pizza in their face. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, they're bad. I had had this old lady once. um, Like, she had a walker. Mm -hmm. Oh, so old. And she uh, gives me, I give her her pizza. She's all mad. She's like, what is this? I I put pesto on it or something. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry, ma'am. I'll make you a new pizza. Don't worry about it. Just on the house, right? Yeah. So we they remake it. I cook it, all that stuff. And she's mad again. She's like, oh, what is this? Blah. And I'm like, it's your pizza. Yeah. She's like, I asked for extra mushrooms, triple extra mushrooms. Like, Okay. One more pizza. Yeah. So now I'm making her a third free pizza, right? Just no, you know, triple extra mushrooms. Make sure it's exactly the way she wants yeah. it. I give it to her and she goes, can I get pesto on the side? Fuck her. <laughs> Monster. It's the, the level of hate I felt for this person. is still ingrained <laughs> in my head today. Monster. <laughs> Dude. It was so bad. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, did, I made pizza. I don't know. Maybe I'm coming off as a person who hates the wealthy, but <laughs> it was definitely like a rich, better off area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and and just some of the complaints, like just the way people would behave sometimes. They just trash the place. You know, they just come out of the crowd like, "Where's my salad?" <laughs> Yelling at the top of their <laughs> lungs and all that. It's like, is this how you just talk to people in your everyday life? Right. Is this how you treat your house? How like- how have you learned? This is the way to behave. Yeah. You know, who who didn't treat you right yeah yeah who hurt you yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's always the best question to ask (laughs) who hurt you yeah if there was like no rules in customer service i would have been just so ruthless to people i think we all would have Yeah, right the things people would have gotten yeah attitude and tricks so hard (laughs) yeah that's why i kind of respect like certain countries in europe where they just don't give a shit about customer service and they're just like whatever me too i'm gonna get paid either way me too you're a tourist (laughs) right i've i've uh my dad and his fiance just went to France. Nice. And they were telling me how uh, how different it is there, like mm-hmm. the attitudes. There's there's no like, well, let me speak to your manager. 
Yeah. Like, there's none of that. If you go to a restaurant and all of a sudden you're there for three hours, but nobody's upset. Yeah. Like, people are just like, well, the food gets here when it gets here. Yeah. And they're just sitting around. And there's, like, no anger to that. I'm sure there's anger at Uh all this stuff. But, you know, like, as far as that kind of American consumer mentality, there's just really none of that, I guess. Yeah. Or it's very minimal, depending on where you go. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, we're we're a whole other thing about that here. You usually see that, like, here or in... um, like tourist destinations where mm. Americans go a lot, like resorts in like Mexico and stuff. I, I you mm-hmm. see that level of customer service. It's like, well, that's like a learned thing. It's not necessarily in their culture. They do it for us. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. It's so crazy that they would cater to our bad attitudes. Yeah. Like that's how the bad attitudes exist in the first place. Yeah. Like people being shitty should not be rewarded or like, you know, like tended to, like it's the end of the world. Like people being cool should be, this is all stuff that's like very obvious, but to (laughs) some people it's not. If you're listening out there and you're you're not a good customer, uh, change, change everything about yourself. Dude, just lock your door. (laughs) Just don't leave your house because that's, life is so much worse. Yeah, you're in timeout until you learn how to be a person. Right. Um, any other, uh, any other odd jobs? Oh man. Let's see. What was your Um, first job ever? My first job? Oh, I was a production assistant. What? Yeah. (laughs) Well, what an uh, interesting first job. I know that, that was, that was a good first job. Yeah. You know, actually that, that, um, that, I feel a little bad because I was so bad at it. Mm -hmm. You know, how old were you? I was, uh, 18. Okay. Yeah. Or 19. Yeah, some it's one of those. Well, baby, they're they're the same yeah. age, right? So. Yeah. <laughs> they uh, but yeah, I was a production assistant on this TV movie, um, and gosh, I was so bad. I was <laughs> I just showed up one day, and I was working with the associate producer, and I would just sit there, like I don't know what to do, and she'd be like, "Well, you got to find a printer," and so I'd have to just go find a printer somewhere and some office mm-hmm. and all that and, you know really like try to build stuff around like make sure this is an office setting for that and i would never had that experience and i was so bad at it yeah and i was really stressed out about it because uh you know that's your first job you want to mm-hmm. <laughs> you want to do well at it and uh i remember um p well pas have to go all over la right mm-hmm. so you know like it could be like eight o'clock at night and you got to drive all the way to West Hollywood. Right. And then you got to drive all the way, um, to like Granada Hills mm-hmm. or something. You're just, you're all over the place. Right. And I remember I was actually, I got so stressed towards the end that, um, I would start having dreams, oh, nightmares about it. Like one I remember, um, was, uh, I was in like the Arctic, like all these blizzards <laughs> going on in a sled with dogs and all that. And I'm like, you know, going to this radio tower <laughs> and these guys are coming out and they're all like, come on, we air in two minutes and all that. And I run up to them to give them packages and I have two packages in my hand and I don't know which one to give them. Oh, no. And then I would just wake up all sweaty. <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> when uh, work dreams are the worst. Work right? nightmares. Yeah. Yeah. 
I still get them about the school bus company. <laughs> yeah, I bet. You know. Yeah, I'm on summer vacation right now, but I still mm. have, and not like nightmares, but I, I've had dreams here and there about like just being in a classroom subbing. I don't. It's just like still in the right. back of my head, and I like doing it. But there's been some days where like it's harder than others, and you're just like having dreams about the kids being out of control and like not ha- being able to do anything. It's just like yeah, ah, I'm supposed to be relaxing right now. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I mean, I, I still that was a skill I never. Uh, I don't. I don't think I learned properly. You know, of uh, just keeping kids chill. Yeah. You know, to listen to you. It's hard. You know. I mean, you try your best. Mm-hmm. You know, but I mean, for my thing, I was on the bus. Yeah. So I was focusing on the road. Right. You know. You also have that but, cool like mirror to be like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they don't care. Yeah, they don't give a shit. They come all the way back here, man. You can't come back here. I know. I, I, I would have kids, I mean, one time I remember, I think I stood up, you know, and the kid's like, stop kicking the seat, and all this, and he just looks up at me and just goes, I'm a kid. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, you're right. He's like, you're going to get a uh, ticket anyway. And it was, yeah. That's funny. <sighs> well, that's the, like, a teacher, how do you do that? Because you just focus on the lesson, I imagine? Um, it know? depends. Like, if it's just like a kid that wants attention, it's either like, just ignore them or like give them enough to where they're like gonna shut up but it's it's different with every kid because some kids like you give them a little bit and then just like all right i own the classroom now right so it just takes practice but like if you'd establish that you're the boss at the beginning right then typically you have a good day but sometimes even that doesn't work and they're just insane right yeah no i knew those kids yep (laughs) (laughs) no matter what you do they just want that attention yeah and it, uh, yeah, and you can't even do, like say that to them because like I work with elementary school kids, and then if you were like, "Hey, I know you're doing this because you want attention," they don't understand that. They're like, right. "Huh? <laughs> no, I'm not I'm doing it because I don't like you." Yeah, you can't be like, "Well, I don't like you either." Yeah, because then you just get fired or whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's frustrating. Yeah, I had this one kid where he was like, "I'm gonna be quiet for blah blah blah," and I'm just like. I don't think you'll ever be quiet. And he's like, I can get you fired for saying that. I was like, in my head, I'm like, fuck, no, you know, you can't. <laughs> yeah, right. Go ahead. I hate Try you. me. Yeah. All I said, oh, I was like, oh, for saying that you'll never be quiet when you were talking right now. And then he was just like, mm. I was like that's right. <laughs> nice. Right on. Yeah. No, I think elementary kids um, are a little bit tougher than the high school kids. Are they? Because the high school kids, you know, you can kind of reason with. Yeah. You know, they, they, they understand, um, society a little bit more mm-hmm. you know just just manners and all that yeah you know they can emphasize like in their head a little easier of like you know this person is they're doing is, their job they're doing their job yeah. right like they 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 start to get it yeah not all of them yeah a lot of them. high school i probably wouldn't mind as much but the only problem with that is like when they made us choose because you can only do either elementary school or secondary which is middle and high school and i was like hells no i'm not dealing with middle schoolers like that no. is the worst. Aren't they the worst? That's so bad. Yeah. I have to drive a whole track team. So like, you know, over 80 of them Yikes. all in one spot. And it was like, I'm so glad we're only going somewhere 10 <laughs> minutes away. <laughs> Demons. Dude, they are wild. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't know. It that That's the one where I don't know what makes them wild. You know, I they're guess just, just in that in between period where they're like, with the immaturity of elementary school, but with the hormones of high school. Right. That's what I was saying. So the hormones and all their that. brains just, are on fire. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, 
I remember the peer pressure in that is mm-hmm. those days were the worst. Yeah, you know? for just everything. Oh, you go right. push over that trash can. No, man, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> do it or right. you're a pussy. It's like, uh. <laughs> and then you just have to do it. Yeah. I remember I was so afraid. Uh, I played like Yu-Gi-Oh and Pokemon all the way until uh, junior high. Uh-huh. I was so afraid if anyone found out. <laughs> you know? It wasn't cool back then? No, well, with some kids, okay, you know, but then uh, most of the kids would just like, what a loser, yeah, all that stuff, you know. Uh, so yeah, I remember one day my mom surprised me with a pack of Yu-Gi-Oh cards, and mm-hmm. but uh, we're gonna give my friend Tony a ride, <laughs> and you know, I my, she hands me the cards, I'm like, oh, oh fuck, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he just looks at me like. So you still play Yu-Gi-Oh? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, sometimes. Yeah. Uh, it's just every now and then. Mostly with some of my friends, you know. Because they play Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. I only a little bit, you know. And your mom's probably in the front seat just like rolling her eyes like, mm-hmm, right. this kid loves Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> like, dude, I spent $1,000 on these cards. Yeah. You, know? like, you better you appreciate better them. be doing them for show and tell and all that, you know. <laughs> yeah, all the shaming. Oh, man. Yeah brutal time yeah don't miss those ages me either yeah hopefully uh your kid doesn't have a a, a tough time then <laughs> we'll see i was talking um she's big yeah she she's a big kid um she is uh one and 22 months now 21 months mm-hmm. about there and yeah 22 months and yeah she's she's big for her age mm-hmm. like Older kids, like four year olds, walk up to her, all like, "Oh, let's do this, let's." Do and you know, she's just like, "Dicker, dicker, da, 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 da. And Yeah, she can't even speak. You know, and then they're like, "Whoa!" And, yeah, she's uh, too. Yeah, and you know, all these parents think she's older than she yeah. is, and all that. Um, when she's stealing chicken nuggets from other kids' <laughs> tables, <laughs> you know, I have to be like, she doesn't know better. I'm then sorry. they see you. You're like the tall dad, just like this one's mine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It makes sense when people see me. Right. But, right. You know, she, we uh, we did a uh, generator, I think, a, yeah, generator of uh, how tall she's going to be. Mm-hmm. And supposedly she's going to be about six feet. Nice. Over. Yeah. You know, but that's that's kind of, that could be difficult for a woman. Yeah, you know? especially growing up. But then, like, if she can get past the awkward years, then she's just going to be like this, like, right. amazing <laughs> tall woman. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I got I got speeches all prepared yeah. and all that. Like, you like you for you and all that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Trying to get that ready. Hold on, let me get motivation track number five. <laughs> <laughs> Make video messages all for that. For sure. <laughs> well, thank you, Andy. This was a really fascinating talk. I've never talked to a, a, a comedian dad before. Yeah. Thank you so much. This was really fun. Yeah. <laughs>